Right, just going to get this shared now. Right, should be good to go. Let's go for it. All right, cool. Pop this um, screen up. Hopefully, we should be good to go. Just check that's right. Seems to be working, yeah. Perfect. There should be a slight delay on the uh, on the YouTube side of it. If you're watching it. Yeah, it's working. Confirm. Cool. So you got a Bitcoin chart in front of you. Is that right? Can you repeat? I always have a bit Bitcoin chart in front of me. It kind of goes everywhere with me. Um, <laughs> there's like an extra. There's extra. There's like extra room in my pocket for it these days. It seems. <laughs> All right, so can you see if you if you're on the stream if you can see the um not seeing uh, no there's no bitcoin chat. Up. You're not no. it's not showing on your yeah. screen no. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant my other screen. I do have it on the other screen. <laughs> In fact I've got various versions of it. <laughs> Some would say it's obsessive. There we go. This should work now. No, we're not seeing it. Oh, come on. Let me guess, you rehearsed this many times and everything was fine. And now that you're doing it live, <laughs> it's not working. That's, That's how it what's always going goes. on right now. I mean, this is exactly what's going on. That is how it always goes. You know what's interesting? I can see you switching it around in the preview at the bottom, you know, where you're... We, in terms of my layout, but it's not showing on the main screen. It's really strange. Mm, okay, two seconds. Let's try this again. Take your time. I'm the I'm the only one watching the stream. <laughs> I'm watching as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Did you link it on on? Did you link it on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an odd time to do it. Um, it's actually probably the worst time to do it. But I think we need to get the practice in and then kind of impose like a good time. I think a good time is pretty late for all of us, or weird for all of us. Kind of like that crossover between euro and USDs, which is kind of like around sort of between. 10 and 12 right. in the evening euro yeah. time zone there we go you can see you can see your right no it's gone okay go. yeah it's the it's the overlay so fuck the overlay off and let's, yeah. let's go for it yeah that's working there we go yeah, it's now. working now 
Cool. Wait, got that in the end. Right. Let's go for it. Right. I mean, who wants to do it? What's this thing doing? <laughs> what is this monster <laughs> doing? Go for it. Well, I mean, the thing is, the, the thing, the thing is, without getting too much into the technical side of it, I think right now it's very much sentiment driven, isn't it? With, with um, Luna buying up. What are they spending a day? What's going on there? It's hundred million dollars a day. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Hopefully, he just like it's, uploads it to KuCoin Ku and just fucking market buys it. It's, it just sends it to. It's supposed to be hundred and twenty-five million a day, what but is? there's different versions of uh, you know what is the total amount that the Luna Foundation guy is going to buy. So some people are saying a billion, some three, some ten billion. He's yeah, I've seen a lot so, of numbers being thrown around. Yeah, so that's interesting, well, right? Because um, I think uh, Cal, Cal did uh, posted that you know they're going to buy for like three months straight daily, hundred and twenty-five million. So that's you know almost like ten billion or so. But everyone is confused. But everyone just assumes that you know as long as uh, LFG buys, it's okay. Hmm. Yeah, that says ten bill. So I don't know how many they have already backing it. Oh, it says ten billion plus in BT BTC reserve. So I'm assuming that's like a completely new fresh buy. They didn't tell I'm completely not a lo like a lunar tick. Is that what they call themselves? <laughs> so is the price is the price currently being driven solely because of that, or are we seeing? I mean, we must obviously seeing a combination of, you know, these guys steamrolling. The whole market and everyone kind of like following suit around the FOMO aspect of it. If they buy it's a good narrative, billion, though, isn't it? If they buy ten billion of Bitcoin, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna beat MicroStrategy on it. MicroStrategy today they have about five point nine billion worth of Bitcoin, so that would be massive. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I think everyone is just riding on the narrative that you know, yes. uh, Bitcoin is being supported by uh, huge whales, and they publicly announce it, and you can even track mm -hmm. it. So, like you know, once the transfers are done, you know the purchases are there. Then you know you have the the Doquan's, uh you know, candle, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then from there, you then you know everything just goes up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's played an absolute blinder by giving the bitcoin maximalists their first kind of dilemma whether they actually like another <laughs> coin are we are we really going to have this discussion are we actually going to have this discussion <laughs> i've seen them arguing about it some people are saying it's a good thing but yeah <laughs> newsflash shit newsflash mm. shit coiners are pumping our bags what do we do now <laughs> dilemma dilemma <laughs> i think we just love wealth <laughs> yeah what's so, luna doing it yeah luna's doing really well luna's come out firing yeah. this morning obviously uh euro time zone um and i think it was i actually had a friend who messaged me last night kind of like a a normie saying what should i do with my luna and and it was quite the market was quite strange last night price action was 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 really weird in the short term and you know i kind of called it around you know listen luna and the narrative that's going right now mm. i mean it's just going to carry on going up isn't it i mean it's just 
fuel fuel for this raging fire. So, um, you know, that which we're obviously going to get onto this later, but I think the 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 one that's lagging hugely now is obviously Avalanche. You know, we've got a whole lot of stuff happening on Avalanche, and we're going to chat yeah. about that, uh, Raymond. You you've been spending quite a bit of time in in your in your dungeon, kind of like coming up with the game <laughs> fine narrative. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. that you obviously had had COVID recently, and that kind of like really, I don't know. You kind of you almost like the the glue that that keeps the the research narrative going. And since you haven't been around, <laughs> I kind of felt quite it's all right. It's um, all right. It's all right. So we've missed you, dude. So it's nice to have you back, and and I'd like to get into kind of like the avalanche narrative. But back onto Luna, I think the I think it's going to carry on. Um, I just really don't see it slowing down. All the fundamentals are there. And, you know, they, they kind of, in many ways, I think we all agree that the market's really being supported by this this lunar purchase on Bitcoin. And obviously, everything's followed suit. We haven't seen this kind of thing since this time last year, really. I mean, it really is exciting. And I hope it doesn't end, this. I think, you know. Yeah, Look like this. The, this is why I'm trying to tell people. <laughs> It just looks like a cup and handle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just but going this, to blow up. Like You see this May price range? This is what I was trying to tell people the other week when they were fucking panicking. I was like, even if alts do drop as low as they kind of did in May, like, look at that. Imagine if you timed the bottom on that, $4, $3. Yeah. Like, that, it would have just spelled, like, life generation, life generation opportunities to actually get in on prices like that. And it's fucking, it just went absolutely nuts from there, wasn't it? But yeah, it's gonna run. <laughs> it's gonna run again, hundred percent. So let's let's get on to let's get on to the ETH the ETH baby because I think ETH is really starting to come online. I saw the guys, I saw the gas prices have gone up again. I mean, that's obviously our first indicator, isn't it? You know, people are starting to get stuck in again. Yeah. So um, you know, I've I've been saying this for a while. I think that ETH is gonna be it's going to have a huge year again. You know, you wouldn't have said that two weeks ago, but I think the last few days it's really showing resilience and I'm super bullish on Ethereum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the whole merge narratives on the horizon and people say like, if you can start a narrative early and, and sustain it, it's, it's great, but there's not a lot of projects that can sustain a narrative. People look elsewhere, but when you're in like the top, top two projects you can because there's that many people with their eyes on it like that narrative and that and that idea of it becoming a truly productive asset and deflationary asset that transcends like into the traditional markets if, if the, the old tradfi guys will have a hard on over this so um it pushes past and it's just it just makes it i don't know the flipping when <laughs> it could yeah. happen i used to think that was a fucking stupid idea but mm. um yeah. it seems more real than ever mm-hmm. yeah so I've been thinking about Ethereum, right? Because um, it's almost time for me to, you know, work on my uh, quarter two, uh, you know, crypto outlook. So for Ethereum, over the last couple of days, or at least I think the last 24 hours, um, gas fees has gone up because uh, I believe there is an airdrop for CowSwap. So I think that actually triggered, you know, the gas price to, to rise. But it's interesting to see Convex, you know, gone from like 18 all the way to like 30 today. So it seems like that kind of a Tetra narrative might be coming back. Uh, you see JPEG start to come up, you know, all the other coins starting to come up. So 
think that will be interesting to look at uh, at the later. I mean, probably from now on, it's probably an interesting time to look at that as well, because these are all the um, Ethereum DeFi stuff, right? So I think this this would be something interesting to 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 look at since you know the merge is kind of yeah. like the narrative coming coming along right now, and yeah. Yeah, you've had a hundred percent move off the bottom there, just even a little bit. You're seeing an awful lot of people the past week snap up as much CVX as possible, which is yeah, they they don't spend millions upon millions if they, if they don't think something's brewing under the water. So that was a good indicator that the market was about to go risk on. I think. Yeah. I mean, the, the same thing for Frex, right? I mean, a lot of people are talking about Frex Finance as well um, with uh, Frex Swap, etc. So I think a lot of things are just coming up. A lot of V2, V3s have been launching, but the prices haven't been going up only until recently. So I think this is something that, uh, you know, we can all look at because um, if the DeFi coins start to move, uh, they will start to move. And uh, like you can see, even Ky Kyber has been uh, moving up. Like, you know... It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Frax. Frax are at the top there. They're just waiting for this screen to update. But two two million CVX. Bot, yeah, bot, yeah, so they're just like, going on. Yeah. Who's been the biggest buyer in the last 30 days? So, so Dagger is also an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just flicking this over now. Terror have bought over 724,000 CVX in the past 30 days. Keeper, close behind, which everyone thought that was going to be a dead project. Keep an eye on that, because that, that that tells you an awful lot of what's happening behind the well, scenes. And then Badger, Badger, as you say, Raymond, that's 407,000 CVX for the last 30 days. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and uh, Badger is also going to launch, like um, I think, a Citadel DAO or something, right? So there's going to be some interesting stuff uh, going on over there. And if, uh, you know, somehow or rather, um, if the Bitcoin uh, yielding kind of uh, narrative comes, then it will be quite interesting, actually, since everybody is buying Bitcoin these days. Mm -hmm. So it's Badger behind Citadel DAO, is that right? Yeah. I, I believe something like that. I haven't gone uh, into a deep dive yet but it's probably oh, the case because for citadel yeah. citadel dao um you would have to own some badger tokens or something mm. to you know be part of like the airdrop so i'm not too sure when is it going to be but um yeah it's all linked yeah i've it, you've just triggered me there i actually um i dm you, you. Part, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you sent you sent me it and just said look at it and then that's what i usually do but the this post from uh, Redacted yeah. just said if you if you actually vote on their snapshot, it it grants the first three thousand people a whitelist spot. So um, I've done that. I've done that for the Expo Treasury as well. I completely forgot about that as soon as you said. I'm gonna have to bookmark that. <laughs> right. Oh, so so you can actually so you got to buy uh, Reacted, right? Is that the case? Uh, well, if you've already if you already hold butterfly and then you then you go to the governance forum obviously your the amount you hold is like right. equally weighted in that vote but then you just have to vote on the snapshot obviously everyone's voted yes because they want to whitelist spot right. so. and it's over already right i think so yeah yeah, yeah. three thousand spots so i can imagine that's one pretty quickly yeah um did we get onto airbox looks great Yeah. 
bring that up now. AVEX, AVEX is an interesting one because we had the conference last week and, you know, there was this expectation that this thing was going to go completely, completely to the moon. And it, it actually didn't. I mean, it obviously held its ground, um, but a whole lot of coins did a whole lot better um, over that period of time. And I found it quite surprising com comparing it to, you know, other major conferences and, you know, coins around those conferences. This, this one didn't do it. Is it a case of there isn't really much interest or do you think everyone's saving themselves for subnets tomorrow and, you know, kind of like the DeFi Kingdoms narrative that's kicking in on that? I mean, what do you guys think? You want to go? I think it's probably yeah. like, um, I mean, just uh, my personal opinion. I just think it's, uh, it's uh, kind of like everyone expects this, but it doesn't happen, you know, <laughs> so everyone gets fucked. <laughs> so, so you know, then you sell, right? And then, who knows? It just it, it, it just flies after that. So I think that that is probably something that might be happening, um, because there's just so much expectation that it's going to pump, but it mm, obviously yeah. didn't pump. And what pumped actually was all the Dino coins, like I mean EOS, um, yeah. like waves, you know, everything like pumped. And you 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 feel a bit stupid not to you know ape all those coins. Because they are doing like 20-30% or even 50%, right? And some even 100%. So, but AVEX is just like a stable coin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah pretty, uh, pretty interesting week. I've been pretty conservative about it as well. And, uh, yeah, it's um, it, it, it's a bit tough seeing all those, as, as you say, uh, Raymond, um, seeing yeah. all those dino coins pumping and you being out it's like so what are we doing right we we yeah. are holding the good ones and they're not doing anything yeah. <laughs> um, it feels a bit stupid but at the same time it, i remind myself that i didn't believe in those very much so um, that's why I'm, I'm not touching them right so um well, and it, well the time will come well just just in terms of talking about dino coins make a note of this this, this is kind of like some cheap alpha for you guys and everyone who's listening <laughs> filecoin filecoin is going to do exactly that mark my yes. words filecoin is going to do exactly what you're talking about and i don't have a bag i'm not pumping my bags here but i'm looking at it right now and this thing is going was to long go in the next two weeks this thing is going to go to a hundred dollars watch we will we will come back to this chart and we're going to be like, why didn't I buy any? Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> this is one of those coins. One. That, well, yeah. I mean, you guys know why it pumped, right? Um, one one of the reasons was because the White Wolf posted about it. <laughs> it it's one it's of those that get a lot of traction it's, it's, on on Facebook and on those yeah. groups. It's a Web three AWS. You know, how can you miss it if you miss Amazon <laughs> once? How can you miss a Web three Amazon? <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Just market buy. <laughs> I mean, the narrative is convincing. <laughs> yeah, but that's that as exactly you just said, Frank and, and Raymond. That narrative is such like new market participants. That's that's something that allows them to empty their bank accounts. Do you know what I mean? They're like, shit. Yeah. Look at this thing I've I've found. I've cracked exactly. the code. Um, I've only been in the space a week. I've previously bought Doge and something else, but I found this this competitor of AWS and it's gonna it's gonna completely flip it. Little do they know it's like no one actually gives a fuck about it in this space. And if you're buying 
if you're buying like my my whole idea is if you're buying projects in the crypto space that are setting out to solve real world problems then they'll never do well over time <laughs> you buy <laughs> you buy things you buy things that support the industry and like play a strong narrative within the industry but if you're trying to buy decentralized uber or decentralized fucking aws for me it's just a vc exit pump all day long <laughs> yeah for sure i mean <laughs> you can trade it like the highest this, you know? fdvs of all time i'm not too sure about what the fdv is actually yeah 50 51 billion <laughs> holy <Whoa>. shit <laughs> 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 but there's, there's actually a really good story around this this coin. I'm not entirely sure what it is in terms of the <laughs> the, the the offering that it has, but apparently there's like this huge crew of devs. You know, they've been working on this thing for 300 million years, and it's just mm. like, you know, and it just continues to carry on, and 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 then it has moments like these where you know. Bitcoin starts doing its thing again, and it just kind of like r rides this coattail on market sentiment. It doesn't go away. It's almost like a glorified XRP and Cardano, you know, like, I don't know. It's just one of those strange ones that, you know, you like, I mean, we've seen this narrative play out so many times where people just fade something like, like SHIB and, and Doge, and they kind of laugh at the whole thing. But we know that the ridiculousness of it all is actually where you make your money, you know? <laughs> I mean, like... look, all, all the charts look the same. Like, every of these charts look the same. And the patterns just play out one after another. <laughs> so it's just Speaking really, of... really interesting. Right. Has anyone got anything not on trade and view they want to want me to bring up? I mean, I'll pump my bags all day long. I've got a full watch list that I had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> I think, the, I think the one I think the one that that very much sets a precedent for a lot of things well a lot of things that isn't FTM but it is a phantom it is a phantom ecosystem coin and I think you guys know which one I'm going to mention but it's it's DAS. I mean DAS has been one of the single most impressive I don't know projects that I've seen in a very long time you know from a tokenomics perspective I think these guys have completely nailed it um I've entered and exited this project a number of times. I've made some some decent returns on it. Um, I also faded it when it was doing kind of like these big dips and stuff, and kind of like the the disadvantage of kind of doing this the you know the trading thing on a daily basis. Um, and I know Grant, you don't like doing that. And I think this is a coin that really illustrates the disadvantage of trading a coin in an art. You know, when it dipped there on the 15th well the 17th of march um you know with that dip there was that so-called exploit that came in and it immediately recovered yeah that one there mm. it immediately recovered yeah. <clears throat> and it's shown like some really interesting price action there's been a lot of a lot of moves in and out obviously the chart shows that but big buys big sells and it's just maintained its integrity throughout i mean it's had some big dips um you know made some good money on those those swing trades but right now, it really looks like it wants to go to four four digits, and I think it definitely will. There's only 302,000 tokens in circulation. Well, there's 180,000, I think, in circulation with 302 total. So there's not many, and this is the stablecoin DEI, -E um, and you have to burn DAIs in order to get DAI, and yeah, there's your stablecoin, and this is 
this is the essentially the lunar narrative that's playing out in the phantom ecosystem that's the real bullish case here and it seems like there's a lot of big wallets that are coming into this thing and they're holding it and the staking aspect of it is really solid uh there's tons of pairs on liquid driver i know that you guys have got good things to say about liquid driver so there is obviously that relationship with liquid driver um so deus is definitely my my coin to watch i think you know a lot of people will argue that it's done it's overcooked it probably is for a while but i think it's going to be around for a very long time i don't think it's going anywhere soon so pick it pick it up on dips maybe it goes back down to 500 i don't know it's it's been very unpredictable so far mm. cool anything for you frank i'm still I'm, I'm a bit silent because i'm looking at filecoin still uh, <laughs> but, but for a reason, you know what he's saying he's buying more that's it, what he's doing it's, it's funny now but for a for a good reason because i'm looking at the vesting <laughs> right. i'm looking at the inflation of this thing and uh <laughs> it might uh, give a good shorting opportunity in the future just like it did in in um March, April, 2021. Um, you guys saw this GCR, uh, GCR's article, gigantic rebirth, uh, guy who along with his group shorted a lot of shit coins, uh, end of November, December, 2021. Right. Yeah. Mostly from the killing. Solana ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking into that as well uh, for the future, future reference, having a list of coins that are highly inflationary. And, uh, you know, if they pump, they present really good opportunities for mm -hmm. making a killing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking at. And uh, I, I haven't come to a conclusion yet, but um, it has more than doubled its supply in less than a year. So watch out for that well every, everyone knows that the marketing starts around unlocks <laughs> like everyone should everyone should know that because particularly with like some of the larger accounts if like this like the wolf might have just seen a thin order book on on an exchange and decided he wanted to call it and pump it but um a lot of marketing happens around large unlocks because the people who are in there want the best price for their exit and they want to use the new market participants exactly. that are coming in to buy the bag is is kind of fodder we've seen it with as much as i like platypus and i love like the love what they're doing that you've seen it you've seen it when they had their unlock the next day all the top accounts mm -hmm. came out came out with loads of fucking platypus gifts and um so that that's what's happening so just be just be just be fucking aware when you're buying into shit because you're seeing a lot of hype usually there's an unlock happening and they want the highest price for that for is the real goodies. alpha <laughs> <laughs> yeah any chatra any what any charts for anyone that's the stg then <laughs> Wow, are we really going to get into this one now? Hasn't yep. this been? Hasn't this? I've been, been looking at it daily, man. <laughs> this has been an absolutely wonderful. I mean, obviously, 
yeah you know a lot of guys have done a lot of a lot of good trades on this thing several of them some have bought in what at 25 cents alameda is very heavily involved in this not necessarily a bullish thing um but they've been in since the beginning and apparently they locked for three years and you know there's been a lot of fat around this coin as well in terms of well this protocol in terms of what it's what it's doing and who it threatens and you know all the 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 ideas of it not being secure and i think for the most part you know it's all bullshit. um there's been three audits that have been done on this thing and mm -hmm. they've all given it like 98 percent plus and it's legit i mean it really is legit i think grant you spoke about this quite early on i think you were one of the first guys to come out in the space and say that this is a it's a it's a redefining protocol that kind of like reinvents the you know the cross-platform cross ecosystem you know narrative and layer zero is where it's at you know especially for for the dgens that are moving in and out of ecosystems i mean how can this thing not just do great things i mean really mm -hmm. um, i think I you know what i think fact. yeah you know what i think this is this kind of sell-off region yeah people people are not clickbaiting and what i mean by that is they're reading headlines and not going into the in-depth so there's there are a few tokens that are going up for auction for the people who pre-approved but they're vested that the rest they're like 12 months and then linear for six months so people are thinking oh there's going to be a shitload of tokens coming to the market sell off and this is what i think is happening here but they haven't they just haven't looked into it as much as they should have and uh, once it happens and it dies out, I think it might be over the next couple of days or something. Then, I think this pushes on. This like it's not just a bridge. Like it's not. It's 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 like imagine being able to just yeah deploy capital on Abracadabra on stake. It's like using stake ETH on Ethereum and then withdrawing MIM on Avalanche in like one transaction. That's this is like this is what this is going to be. This, it's not just a bridge. It's not facilitating. Yeah. It's remove, removing any wrapped assets. That's that's all well and good. But I think yeah, this will spark this will spark a new a new paradigm in the space, I think. Yeah, something I've been thinking about this is whether Stargate has been gathering uh, the in a way the hype that uh, belongs to layer zero in reality. Because Stargate is not layer zero and uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's going to be a layer zero token as well. So I think that's going to be something to watch out for as well. That might be the actual real powerful token um, in the ecosystem if they do it well. And Stargate, of course, I think it's still going to probably go higher. Just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The question is whether it's going to go from here or not. Yeah. They, um, do, you guys, do you guys know you, anything uh, about the layer zero token? I don't, but from from what I'm kind of guessing, it's it'll probably be based on like a small portion of it. Will probably be based on volume that you've actually used on Stargate. Mm. And I think I, th I think what Alameda have done by snapping up like they knew yeah. the block time they knew the block time they knew how much interest there was all they needed to do is program a bot to snipe that contract on block on, on block on that exact block yeah um and up up the gas people were saying oh you have a snipe this have paid seven seven grand in ETH for the gas laughing 
it's like, yeah, they've, they've bought it at 25 cents, 25 millions worth, 25 million mm-hmm. worth, and now it's worth over 260 million. And if yeah. it goes to $25, it's arguably one of the best trades of all time. <laughs> it took 25 million to 2.5 billion um, from sniping a contract. So I think I think jump jump on one of the huge one of the only rivals that Alameda really on 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 volume jump on the wormhole, which obviously is a bridge between Solana, Ethereum, and all sorts mm-hmm. of other chains. But I think Alameda have bought this in response to that and just are going to use Layer Zero and Stargate as their answer to jumps wormhole. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it could also be used to facilitate any um, chain-to-chain distribution withdrawals and deposits on FTX as well. If you think about it that way, so people could just literally withdraw ETH to Solana and deposit salt. They could, they could facilitate that all on their back end using layer zero as well. So I think there's a lot more brewing under the surface yeah. than what's are you, Grant, are you putting this out as a prediction or is this something that they are planning to do? No, that's a, that's that's just what I'm reading between the lines. And if they're not yeah. going to do that, then and yeah. like they're obviously a lot fucking smarter than me, so they've they've probably got even bigger plans for it. But I can imagine this is what that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I was just about to applaud your your genius perspective on that. So well done. Um, I mean, it's not often you're going to get a compliment from me, so take it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was listening to I was listening to SPF on Bankless the other week and. He, he was going, he was, he wants FTX to be like a router for kind of anything that's coming in, any euros, USD to any mm. kind of native currency. So, and then when I seen they bought that, just put kind of two and two together and got 35. So it kind of makes sense, I think. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, think about whether they might be interested in getting involved in something Forex related. Mm-hmm. Because um, that might be something to watch as well. Um, Grant, before we move away from from SDG, um, and Frank, I totally agree with you. But before we move away from SDG, yeah. just a prediction on what you think <clears throat> SDG is going to do. Um, you know, kind of short, medium, long term. Love to hear what uh, you guys think. Yeah, I think we'll see five dollars once people realise that there's not an awful lot of talking is going to be dumped on the head very soon. Um, probably a little bit push higher than that. And then consolidate for a while whilst everyone forgets about it. And then as soon as Layer Zero token gets announced and that narrative builds, it'll probably ramp back up again. That's that's just my that's my thoughts, I think. Anyone else? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's got a lot of a lot of a lot of rocket fuel left. Um what is the current market cap on it? It's still quite low, isn't it? Um, it's difficult to tell, isn't it? It's not on CoinGecko. No, it's no. not, is it? But at Someone price, said something around um, 5,300 mil at one point. Um, but it's not... Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Which is still... Like, it could easily... I mean, is it inconceivable that it could go to like one and a half, two bull? What is Uniswap at at the moment? That would be like fucking five, twenty or five something. Billion, isn't it? Five billion, five billion. Oh, oh that's low. Yeah, that's five point one. Okay. Because the token's fucking useless at all. Well, just scroll down to the chart, and I think it's been sucking the hunt for ages. 
Um, uh, for uni. Yeah, I just want to get kind of like an idea. I mean, it's a little bit premature to compare the two, but, you know, we like to kind of look at the bull narrative. So, I mean, look, at it's done really bad. You know, it used to be like in the 40s, it's now 11, it's 4x less. So it was 20 bill, you know, at its peak, it was at around 20 billion. Um, mm -hmm. I think with Stargate is that it is also, well, it is a multi-tokening one. It's a bit of curve as well. It's like... Mm -hmm. Multi Has anyone used it? Curve. Has anyone actually bridged with it? It's it's excellent. I haven't yet. No, I haven't tried. Yeah, yet. it's good. It's got what it takes. It's definitely the mm -hmm. right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still probably less than if we're comparing like apples with oranges. Two billion so, market cap, I think, is doable. But, Synapse is 400, so it's still it's still probably up above now. Market cap, but yeah, the point. Oh, that's that four is... x from here. So we're looking at a we're looking at four x the price. So looking at ten dollars. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with that. If if anyone wants to do that first, like pump that to ten dollars, that's completely fine with me. I kind of get the feeling that we're we're not really done with this downtrend. Um, it seems like it almost seems like it needs to go into that reload zone of around 1.6, 1.7, you know, if you do the FIB retrace on that. So I think, you know, it's that's where I think it's going to land up. Um, I don't have a bag at the moment. Obviously, I'm very biased in what it is that I'm saying right now because I'd love to see it go down to 1.6, 1.7 and then just go straight mm -hmm. back up again, you know. Um, I mean, it's had a great run. Some people have done huge Xs on this thing, so... Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't want to take up all this time on this. What's What's next? I know well, I'd like next. to. Raiders yeah, you next. guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Yeah, Raiders for... next. So, so let's or get what? into the game. Let's get into the game fine narrative. Um, Raymond's obviously yeah. done, you know, quite a lot of, a lot of really good threads. So if you guys aren't following Raymond on on Twitter, go go read his stuff. Uh, it's like really solid, good insights. Um, you know, he's most mostly correct around what it is that he's <laughs> predicted around the space and when you're mostly right in the space you need to pay attention to those people so go follow Raymond check out his threads engage with them there's a lot of alpha out there and one of them is Raider you know so give us the lowdown on this uh, Ray, what do you think? yeah so I really love the chat right now <laughs> um, Grant you, you you really really drew a nice uh, target price right i i think uh, if we all go there then it'll be awesome but um yeah so for radar um why why i actually looked into this protocol is because um i was looking at what games are available to play and um this is just one of those that i think is quite interesting compared to something like xc or even uh Krabada. of course they they have both different kind of uh gameplay Krabada is quite interesting as well um, but for this, it's like a role-playing game wh whereby they are really trying to be like World of Warcraft or RuneScape. So that got me interested because like, you know, if you read the, the recent thread that I just put out today, um, talking about like, you know, the 10 uh, key takeaways of uh, the recent podcast. Firstly, the founder is someone who games a lot. So I, and he played a lot of uh, World of Warcraft. And in my opinion, World of Warcraft is one of the games that kind of mimics a metaverse because a lot of people play it for long hours and that is kind of what a virtual world is, right? I mean, in the future, 
as long as we spend more time in the virtual world or like a metaverse, then that will be where, you know, uh, we really transit from the real world into a virtual world. So for that to first happen, then you need to get people to want to stay in like a metaverse or virtual world. But frankly speaking for us, um, I mean, a lot of us will not want to, you know, stay stay in a metaverse because there's nothing really to do unless you, you can play a game or like, you know, you can, I don't know, do something else. So that is what is interesting because um, they, they played World of Warcraft and uh, they are trying to make this something similar. So that is a good start. And um, what, what is interesting also for Raiders is that they're going through a stage of um, launching new game content, new game stuff. So that is what can attract a lot of people as well. But what is interesting, uh, in my opinion, is that um, you probably will see more guilds come in and that will lead to more players coming in as well. Of course, there are some um, you know, hearsay rumors about potentially new investors and all this, but of course, I can't comment so much about that. But guilds coming in will be interesting because when you see what happened to Axie Infinity when the guilds are all coming in, the players came in in a very huge way, then of course, it's good for the token generally. But when more players come in, then hopefully the game economy starts to grow and then they can now tweak a lot of the stuff. Like you can tweak the game uh, design, you can tweak certain of the uh, gameplay and they are releasing new content which will ultimately be uh, more interesting for the gamers to come and play. And I've spoken to a couple of uh, game designers as well and it seems like they do think that this is one of the games available that they would not mind playing. Of course, none of the gameplays, you know, are as good as uh, the Web 2 games, right? But it's one of the better ones in Web 3. So this is one of the projects that definitely uh, you, you would want to see. Uh, the downside for this actually was um, Polygon because Polygon has been breaking down a couple of times, you know, every week. But what we hear is that they are opening up options for other cross-chain stuff, like potentially AVEX, but I'm not too sure because there's no official announcement for this. So it's all speculation right now. But with that, then, you know, it will be an interesting uh, thing to watch whereby uh, they will be moving on to a chain that potentially is more stable. So that, that's kind of like the rundown for uh, readers at the moment. But to bring it back further, the whole GameFi sector is kind of like innovating. So what some people think is that the GameFi sector currently, it's very similar to the DeFi sector in 2020. So a lot of innovations are happening. A lot of products probably, you know, or a lot of the games you see today probably will not be something that you would play in the next one year or so. But this is where, you know, if we start to understand this sector and to grow in this sector, then um, very likely we will be able to find, you know, the Uniswap, uh, the, the, the synthetic of, you know, the game five sector. And then that's where you can potentially get the multi-baggers or, you know, just, just make some money. But on the other hand, it's really um, to look at what GameFi potentially can can be, or I would say Web3 Gaming. Um, what I was thinking was, and I think we had a, a couple of discussions about this, if we really go into a, a recession or a bear market, there is still at least a chance that, you know, if people play certain games, then these games could be a little bit resilient to the overall market. Because uh, like 
10, 12 years ago, I was still playing games when, you know, the financial crisis was here in 08. But um, if that happens today, then it will be something interesting because um, where games are resilient in a sense, once they are more matured, then you will start to see people really, you know, be able to earn money from certain games and everything. And then this will be quite interesting to watch. So that's why I kind of like pick GameFi as something that I want to just uh, look into and study, you know, game designs, game economies, and, you know, how to just uh, analyze these teams. So there's a little bit about GameFi. So, so Raymond, just a quick question around kind of the chosen platform. You know, they've obviously chosen Polygon. Yeah. Um, do you see that as being, I mean, obviously the, the, the cost on transfers there is negligible. I mean, it costs sense to do stuff. I mean, from that perspective, it's great. What do you think of the ecosystem itself? I mean, I haven't spent much time there. What's your general kind of vibe around that? So, I mean, ignoring the, the fact that, you know, Polygon is breaking down in a sense, um, with the funding that they have from all the VCs, I believe that, I mean, these are things that will be fixed in the near future. I don't think it will be broken forever. It's just a temporary thing that, you know, uh, they, they kind of like uh, have some, some, some broken uh, relayers or something. But the good thing to note is that I've heard that Polygon is also using uh, Pocket Network. So that does help because um, Pocket has been known to, you know, be uh, more stable. So hopefully, you know, things will improve. But for the whole ecosystem itself, it seems like Polygon wants to attract more games. Uh, to be, you know, built on Polygon itself because um, they recently hired the head of YouTube Gaming to be their, 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 their main guy for, you know, the Polygon Studios. So it's kind of um, something that's positive, I would say. Like Polygon and Avalanche are the two uh, blockchain, uh, blockchain layers that actually hire Web2 gaming guys, you know, to really uh, lead their, their, their gaming side of things. So... That is something that is that, that is good. On the ecosystem side, um, you have crypto raiders, you have crypto unicorns, and you have like Pegasus. You have other games also, you know, planning to launch on Polygon. So, it is starting to potentially look like Polygon can be a gaming hub for, you know, all these Web three games to be built on, as long as you know they 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 get all the uh, issues with the chain sorted, then it will be fine. Haven't they got like a billion dollar fund for developing ZKs as well? So yeah, I don't so think these, I don't think these actually. projects. Yeah, I don't think these projects would be deploying there if the fault the chain was fucked and never going to work properly. So exactly, obviously got they've got some insight on what's actually getting developed over there. And so yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Because like I mean, Polygon was I mean it started as a side chain and then you know now they have uh, the ZK narrative as well, and they have uh, you know like spend a lot of money to 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 actually research all these uh, ZK stuff and. I think definitely Polygon will be gearing up to be one of the uh, top chains for for gaming projects. Yeah, so so that's why like you know uh, all, all the games are being uh, I mean they are building on top of it, and that's why like I just ignore the recent issues with the Polygon systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Any other chat, Jedi, Frank? Do you want anything pulling up? Just just in terms of we're definitely going to discuss Jewel. I think Jewel is kind of like almost like the darling in terms of this 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 narrative around ecosystems and you know the fact that they 
on our moving off harmony i, I find jewel to be probably the single most fascinating um game project in the space since you know since a axie came into the limelight i just think these guys have really got a great recipe it's almost you know i'm getting crabada vibes from them you know in terms of their ability to deliver in terms of just consistently rolling out a product that you know is growing it's not you know you don't feel like it's it's a stagnant boring you know like like space it's, there's always something going on and then you know the yields that guys are earning and the big brands that are getting into the space is obviously testimony to that and now we've got obviously you know the subnet narrative that's coming onto avalanche a major issue that you know has been ever present over the last six months especially you know when an nft project gets launched and you know avalanche slows down to worse than you know ether at its peak you know and it's kind of like well avalanche was never supposed to do that and you know and jewel are the ones who are actually going to essentially test drive this thing from my understanding of it you know and that kicks off tomorrow we've got crystal veil coming into the mix and you know i think there's a lot of money that's going to be made in this space obviously the guys that have been in early are going to do well but i don't think that coming in now automatically excludes you from from being an active and profitable individual in the space you know i think there's a lot of potential for crystal veil um you know there's guys that have done a huge amount of work i mean on uh, one of the guys uh in in the blockmates channel on discord this morning things you know just he started spewing like three or four paragraphs on crystal veil and i was just like i'm just so bloody clueless you know like i, I feel like sometimes yeah i got my pul my finger on the pulse around things and then you get these giga brains coming in with all these strategies and you're like fuck i know nothing bro like you know like, <laughs> i really need to like, like up my game like what what am i doing even bothering sleeping you know and it's kind of like jewel is one of those projects where you know harmony's never really delivered from an ecosystem perspective in my opinion anyways and now you know jewel's just really really like set a precedent around game fire especially in the DeFi space even more so i think than axie infinity so you brought the chart up at 5.3 billion and it's low at the moment you know it's kind of like riding on its lows compared to its highs and you know where does DeFi go from here it's nine dollars i mean that's you know i really don't think we're anywhere near what this game can do and i think crystal veil i'm hoping is not a solid news event i think you know obviously there's there's lockups i think 99 percent of the people the one who participated in Crystal Veil, from my understanding of it, is that they have to be locked up. They have to lock their coins um, for a period of at least 10 weeks. Um, I don't know if you guys have any insight into that, but you can hear I'm super excited about this one. Um, also, a coin that I've, I've, like, I've been involved in for a long time, and you know I've done really well with it, and it's going to be great to see it carry on. I'll be. I think I'll be trying to LP some jewel, X jewel, as soon as that becomes available. Just want to try and farm it as much as possible. Yeah, probably want to farm crystal, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So I mean, this is tomorrow. They're launching on Avax, you know. So just coming back to what you were saying around Polygon, um, Ray, and you've spoke about Avalanche and GameFound Avalanche a number yep. of weeks ago. And, you know, I would like to share the sentiment around Avalanche being very much also looking for GameFi narrative to be a part of their ecosystem. I mean, Definitely. Is, 
they're definitely chasing it. They're chasing it hard. I think Subnets is one of those almost guinea pig projects to test it all out, you know, because obviously, you know, gamers bring in the numbers and, you know, it's not straightforward, straight lines, you know, it's quite yeah. convoluted in terms of how games work, especially on the blockchain. Yeah, and yeah, I, I would say that with the subnets, um, cheaper transactions and, you know, more scalable and this would probably lead to, you know, the games being able to handle more users. And that, that's something that is really going to be important because uh, if you recall, uh, Jedi, we, we have been talking about, you know, GameFi or even Web3 Gaming bringing the next million or even a billion users, right, into the space. So I think that is really going to happen. Like this time, it may seem like, you know, gaming is the one that will bring the, the next million users rather, rather than DeFi. And so all these, you know, um, I mean, the, the L1s are now like vying to be the the hub for games. And with AVEX launching, you know, their subnets, then that is going to be something that, you know, we, everyone is watching. And in fact, there's going to be a lot of games that will be launching on uh, AVEX as well. But the issue with uh, the gaming projects is that it takes a longer time to incubate like it takes a longer time to 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 make the 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 game itself where you know in the past when you look at DeFi, a lot of DeFi projects like some some somehow or rather they take maybe a month or maximum two months to launch but that's also because a lot of them are forks right so you know with, with all the forks it's very easy to launch but for gaming stuff it's tougher so the investment cycle now lengthens but you know this seems like the time, maybe uh, you know, second half of the year. <clears throat> seems like the time where you know most of the games will be launching, most of the, the the interesting ones will be launching. So that will be a good time to actually like look at all this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe one more from me. Bit of a dino coin in and of itself, but I think Garvey looks good. Yeah, for sure. So always like, yeah. I mean, look at this chart. This chart is no different to any other DeFi chart that's out there, you know, and I think the it's got a strong narrative. It's got a strong following. I mean, that's a good call, Grant. I mean, this thing's going to do its thing again. You know, it's really, it's it's another file coin, except it's got a lot more going for it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's got There's real value. <laughs> got real value, you know. There's a shitload of money locked away there, you know. It yields, I mean, it's it yeah. really is. It's been around forever. And you're 100% right. It's a good one to bet on. You know, speaking about DeFi coins, I was just really, like, just thinking because... Like I was just thinking, you know, for the next couple of months or even quarter, um, what should I do for DeFi? And I was really, really just considering to just put a bunch of money, like put put set up some funds to put into Reacted. Because like that that is probably like the best play to, you know, for, for the DeFi space going forward, you know, with all the new stuff. I know Grant mm -hmm. has a, a sizable bag, but like I literally took profit and never went back. Jedi, uh, I mean, Jedi, same for you, right? Yeah, I mean, just, just, it's the same. I mean, <laughs> there's so much to say around what it we, is. We say it would go to 100, you know? it went to 100. <laughs> but, but now it's almost 300, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, you look at, you look at, I don't know, it's just, I was actually like, Okay, so we are we really going to discuss this one? Because this one is almost like 
<laughs> because it really doesn't you see so this is like one of those things that that you know really doesn't make sense and makes sense Look, all in i mean one. you, you I may not like it you may not like it right i mean no but I do like about... this, is the, this is the point is that it's not that i don't like it because this is one of my best players of 2021 mm. yeah i mean like why about i mean <laughs> most of us I made, I made really really good money on this thing and and I think for me, the reason why there's hesitation is that because, you know, it's it's kind of like this love affair that ended very abruptly. She kind of like, I like, feel you. Over, you know, yeah. and walked away. Like, what the yeah. hell was that? Do you still have fears about the $1? <laughs> <laughs> no, there were fears about not seeing her naked again, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> happens every time, Jedi. Yeah, happens every I mean, time. I mean, Frank, you know, you've played this one. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I can hear it in your voice. And it's not, I mean, I wish that this thing went back up to two and a half thousand dollars. It would be the for me. Uh, I have, I've had this situation many times. Once I'm out, I don't want to get back in. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm talking tokens. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 I don't really know why, but it's, it's a psychological thing. Yeah, yeah, but there's so much like innovation happening, right? For 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 this, I mean, you, there's so much being published about it. But of course, I haven't really like gone deep deep into it. But you know, version two, hidden hand or something, you know, there's there's so much interesting stuff happening. So mm -hmm. I was thinking of you know at least just doing a, a deep dive and you know just yeah, it's you know something that from I feel like I don't want to go back to, but you know. Yeah, from my perspective, I like to go more fundamentally about it. If I want to be exposed to something. Instead of buying a token that exposes to it, I'd rather be directly exposed to it. And so I think right. that's also, in a way, that's principles thinking and, and whales always do that. So yeah, there's hype about it, but will whales prefer to be exposed to uh, uh, redacted or will they prefer to be exposed on their own, um, you know, conditions and on their own ways to DeFi right. and and be able to get out whenever they want. So I think uh, if I was a whale, I would be choosing the second option. But the thing is, Raymond, that the reason why this is such a really interesting part of this, this kind of like arguments is that or conversation is that do we really depend on the whales from a perspective of making a project successful? Or do we rely on just, I don't know, I find that the whales are one of the fundamental problems why a lot of these projects either going to do really well and also they're going to do really bad. You know, like yeah. we saw it, we've seen it so many times where, you know, and, you know, we, we saw it with 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 the play on, on Vesta and Jones and, you know, the, the, the low tide, the spring low tide that is the bear market and it exposes you know, guys that don't want to be there and if they're the whales and they've got the money and they leave, it kind of like just lays everything bare. I would much prefer to be in a in a scenario where you've got a lot more smaller players. Sure, you know, it can be a lot more volatile, but I prefer that kind of scenario than 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 the reliance on whales to actually make a project work. And I would really like to see something like like redacted and butterfly slowly grind its way up from here with smaller players coming in you know you your two to five thousand dollar buyers 
you know, guys that want to take that extra cash and, and obviously earn those yields, I would much rather see that than, you know, your 100,000, 200,000 bars coming in. Um, yeah. That's what yeah, I, I prefer. That's why I get as well. But I just had to ask the question because uh, I think everyone will be interested in this. There's, uh, there's a lot of marketing going on. There's a lot of uh, hype that is happening. Mm-hmm. And then just to comment, and then just to finish it off, you know, the whole you're hundred percent right, Frank. You've hit the nail on the head. You know, Wales would much rather manage their own investment and their yield bearings and all that kind of stuff on their own. And they're obviously a lot better at it. And that's why I think there's a place for something like Butterfly and Redacted, is that they're doing all the hard work four years as a smaller player. You know, you're earning your yield. Sure, they they they're making it work, making your money work even harder for themselves. But that's fine because you know that you're going to get your guaranteed returns and you just let it sit. And that's the whole point of, you know, the prisoner dilemma. You know, that's how it works. That's the way it should work. You know, three versus three has got its merits. We saw it work with Wonderland. It worked really well. Um, you know, the own, the own narrative is not necessarily a bad one. It's just that it hasn't really it hasn't really worked the way that it was supposed to have been planned. To work. I mean, a lot of people made a lot of money on Omen Wonderland. Let's be frank about that, you know. Yeah. But what did Ohm and Wonderland do, particularly Ohm, is that you know they brought on the redactors who are very creative and fundamentally big brains in terms of making money work in the DeFi space. And so I still love, I still love Butterfly. I think Redacted and Butterfly, I've always loved what they've done. Uh, it's just a shame that the market decided to to kind of like drop them in the shit. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, there we go. At the same time, yeah. it was the whales dropping it to the shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that? Taking what was it? That $80 million dollar wallet. You remember that wallet? Yeah, of course. Uh, that was uh, Shota, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. They've kind um, of managed the OTC for that of everyone's offload as well. So I think that kind of some decent volume on you. Other, yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, that, but that's overall, when when multiple whales with one, five, ten million each on the protocol are taking profits daily or weekly, the selling pressure, it's just uh, unbearable. So uh, it, it just goes down to oblivion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, one thing that Je- Jedi said and made me think is that they do the work for you, right? They do the difficult part for you. But for whom is it is that attractive? Is it attractive for the big brain whales, or is it attractive for the lazy small pockets? And and so, what kind of capital are you attracting? And if they're doing the hard work for lazy people, then they are attracting few thousand here, few thousand there they're not attracting the hundreds of millions mm-hmm. so that's something to think about yeah very true very very true and i also think a lot an awful lot of people just don't have a, the first idea of what they actually do <laughs> yeah. so, the, the big guys they think on their own and they they make their calls and and they make their money work themselves so and and you see that that, that by just looking at uh, curves, um, total value locked, and uh, and all these protocols. It's just billions and billions of money locked in there because these people, they know what they're doing. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, there's like 20 billion locked in curve. Yeah. 
still number one yeah i mean yeah yeah it is uh, lido's obviously going to flip it mm. with the merge mm-hmm. kirby's kirby's one of the original seed investors isn't he yeah i think he was a founder founder hey? okay mm-hmm. yeah brutal <laughs> um is there anything else there was this this is what i wanted to bring so up I wanted to, yeah so when you're done with that let's just i want to just go through some of the questions that some of the guys have asked in chat it's actually some good ones uh, and then i'd also like to chat about you know what we've been doing at blockmates kind of like a shameless punt in terms of you know what's happening in the corporate space and what we've been doing with ram ray and i mean with frank in terms of you know, taking DeFi to to the corporates, uh, but we'll chat about it after Silo. Yeah, um, I'm really. I'm going to buy some more as soon as the stream's done. <laughs> um, <laughs> effectively, they're permissionless. So with with Aave and um, Comp and all those all those protocols, they don't really like having exotic tokens on there because. Um, effectively that can if, if a lot of liquidations happen on like more exotic tokens um then the protocol in it, in and of itself is a lot more less a lot more risky so they can't that's why you only see like like a die usdc abox ETH, and all that um but what these guys are doing is they're doing isolated borrowing and lending so like separate pools for borrowing and lending so no one kind of market participant can max out leverage up and completely bring the protocol down so permissionless meaning any token can be borrowed against any token which is mm-hmm. is quite interesting to me um and i think if i'm not mistaken i don't know if they've been updated on here but i'm pretty sure oh yeah silo finance there we go that is interesting so they started scooping up some cbx as well which brought it onto my radar i think it was zoomer actually who fired it over but yeah, it seems it seems interesting. Are we gonna, um, are we gonna get are we gonna get Zuma on here? We need to get him on here. He he did agree to it, didn't he? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's sixty-four so, million. But yeah, so, so Grant, you, you're very bullish on this narrative at the moment, aren't you? It's something that you've been feeling quite strongly about for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've written about it previously. I think it's. Even if it's even if it's a nothing burger, it's like there's that many people who are talking about it and trying to understand it. It drives a narrative anywhere. So there's like even if you can kind of shun it and say Curve is not actually as capital efficient as it makes out. There's just like twenty billion sat in there. Half of it's not doing fuck all. It doesn't matter <laughs> if people are talking about it. Then number go up. So you can't you can't middle Curve it. You have to come completely left and left Curve it and. As I said, I think this silo will just go on. It's only 64 million on ETH, yep. so I'll be picking up some more of this as well. Checking the roadmap now. Um, problem here, not multi-chain. Mm. They're only on Uniswap. Um, so we're early here. If if this, um, you know, if this, this gets traction, that is a really good opportunity here i wonder if i can if these open up fully on eth if i can 
deposit expo and borrow some stables while it's sat there <laughs> and go and turn some profit with stables. If it's truly permissionless, then it should be able to, truly you should be able to do that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, do you want to get on to what we've been doing and what Frank's been doing, Jedi? Do you want to run with that? Just, just one more, just quickly, just, just quickly. Um, I know that we could probably carry on for another four hours, but I want to do just in terms of our sponsor. I mean, it's something that you've been working on and you you're very good at kind of like keeping that stuff to yourself and not imposing it per se around and and this is completely unplanned we didn't plan to do this i'm kind of like hijacking um you know what grant's doing because i'm actually also interested you know grant doesn't grant's very he's very reserved around kind of like shilling this aspect of his life you know he's managing this treasury um i suppose we could maybe even do a show around this thing on its own but i'd just like to mm -hmm. kind of get a broad stroke around what it is that you're doing with expo and you know how are you looking at it i know that a lot of your perspectives you know on the market are very much um you know in line with looking out for these guys and what it is that they want to do and tell us about it dude i'm really interested yeah so it's obviously it kind of came on my lap from some people in the Blockmates Discord, actually, and then they just said, "Look, can you, <laughs> will you please, um, will you please look after the fund for us?" So it's each each kind of, each buy and sell that happens sends a small portion of ETH to the treasury, um, and then we put the treasury to use and turn a profit, which we have been doing. And then there's an awful lot of projects in the space that are doing the same thing. I mean, um, let me see if I can bring it up on here so yeah there's an awful lot of projects doing their thing like refi are fucking brilliant um and then there's an, there's an awful lot of other projects but what we're trying to do is why i've been going full adhd on this recently is initially we i thought well there's no fucking way i'm going to be able to completely manage a full fund on my own and raymond was like you need to you need to branch out you need to like create this kind of fund of funds so we started with bringing eric um and cairo on and they look mm. after the dj dj fund which i think they're like 20 exit over like the course of a week or something so they just pick up any projects at launch immediately i look after the more kind of steady <laughs> steady stuff um and then recently we brought on trading aloha which who is like one of the hosts of the crab radio and he's we've set him up with a wallet he's gonna um he's gonna look after that wallet and just start printing on the crabada game and if there's, if there's any other games that he thinks can actually turn a profit then we'll go down that route as well there is someone i'm trying to tap up um i don't know if i'll be able to to look after like an nft fund an nft wallet um and then if there's any other areas that can turn a profit it doesn't matter what it is i, I couldn't give a shit if it was like I honestly, I just couldn't care less. As long as it turns a profit, then we'll actually go down that avenue and, and do that. And then the past three weeks, we've been paying out like dividends to all the holders. So I think we've paid out like, I think this week will be 100 grand, but we'll just keep keep continue, continue to do that. And hopefully we can, now that the market's turned a little bit more green, we can get this up to a couple of million. So that's what I've been doing. As I say, I don't like shilling it because it's such a small market cap and it comes across as a bit insincere. Um, and you don't want kind of tourists coming on the project anyway. You want people who are going to be there for a long time. And hopefully, like, even if anyone, everyone fucks off and there's 10 people left holding the token, like, you're still going to have this huge treasury and the more dividends that get shared up between us. So people can come and people can go. I'm happy if you were. <laughs> just, 
just for the record, I'm an expo holder because of you. I, <laughs> I, I, I've really, really struggled to make sense of the chart. Um, in fact, there's aspects of that chart that I absolutely and utterly hate. But that's fine because, <laughs> because I, you know, that's the thing around this whole space is that if you resign yourself to a long-term hold, you don't actually look at the chart. I haven't looked at the chart in ages. That really, it's, it's kind of like awful. It's <laughs> awful. I mean, it's probably one of the single most awful charts in the history of charts. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know, it's earning this ETH. So obviously, this is a reflect. It, it reflects ETH, and you get dividends, and and it's like you know what. It's going to land up doing something at some point, like you say, you know, there's this treasury that's growing. I think you guys are, are spot on in terms of finding the right projects and just, you know, just kind of grinding it away. And it's going to have its moment, you know, I have no doubt that it will. And it's going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I know that this thing's going to make me money in the long term. I have no doubt about it because I know that, you know, there's, there's, there's some proper freaks involved in this thing in terms of, you know, like, like really they are, you, you included that's another compliment, by the way, that's a second compliment in one speed. Fuck dude, you're getting out of hand here. But that's what this is. You know, it's kind of like, why should I buy Expo? Well, buy Expo, don't put a huge amount in it, you know, just let it sit, you know, and then, mm. and then before you know it, it will be like, you know, your initial will be done and you know, you'll be making money from it. And that's what I found. I mean, I've had it for several months and it's doing great. I really like what you yeah. guys are doing. I think it's fantastic, actually. Yeah, I'll just go complete fucking mad hatter on it and just continue to try and push new products and bring new people on. So, um, Someone's asking how the dividends paid out. Are they a rebase of Expo in the token? I no, no, no. It's That's a good point, actually, to bring up. It's the whole idea of the reason I wanted to jump on with this because I was completely fucking sick to death of Orm Fox and um node projects just creating hyperinflationary projects that pay out in their own token so yeah it's paid out it's all paid out in eth um so you, you actually you don't get any inflation once you're receiving the reflections or the dividends as well so um dividends will come directly from the treasury wallet and the reflections will come from buy and sell orders so you're not you're not constantly getting this mega sell pressure every time someone buys and sells or more tokens come on the market. So, so um, it's actually deflationary as well. There's like a small ban mechanism in there, but not not too heavy. But yeah, just non-dilutive rewards effectively. So are you saying um, that it's creating selling pressure on ETH and it's going to bring my ETH to zero? <laughs> Very much thought that's going to happen, I think next show we must discuss merge. Just I'm making a note now. I think that's going to be Oh, yeah. Agree. Um, yeah. Just uh, in terms of questions, uh, one of the questions was PYR. Um, Raymond, do you have any idea around PYR? Um, I have not researched it since uh, there were some issues with it previously, right? So yes. I think I was in PYR uh, last year. Something like, I think, uh, maybe some, some, sometime in quarter four or quarter three. Uh whereby I think it went about like 4 or 5 X or something like that. I can't remember the price I bought. I, I knew I had to to fund my uh, KuCoin account to, to buy it because uh, most of the exchanges don't have it. Um, and then it was uh, it, it was a good coin until, I mean, Vulcanverse was good until uh, there was some uh, exploit or something and then it just went down again. So uh, since then, I have not looked. But what I do know that it's kind of like XC. 
um, that they they have a working game and they have many other games as well, and they are kind of like uh, building, you know, like a uh, uh, sky mavis of you know their 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 own. So that is quite interesting. Like it's a whole gaming ecosystem by itself, and uh, I think they are also trying to be somewhat uh, uh, composable in the sense that you know certain games. Mini games inside will earn some like you know lava tokens or PYR or something like that, and then you can use it for the main game. So I mean, I really don't know much about it since I haven't looked into it since the exploit. But if gaming coins uh, you know start to pick up uh, you know steam, then I think it's probably going to run as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an, PYR is an interesting one because there's there's a there's a. Uh, a Big influencer on Twitter. Her name is Lady of Crypto. She's English lass. Um, like I really like her vibe. I think she's really onto these kind of projects, and she's been talking about PYR for for a long time. Um, it was just before that hack happened. She had the CEO on on a YouTube channel, and it just seems like the guys that are behind this PYR are pretty legit. Um, you know, they're looking at a long term view. It's it's around the fundamentals of what it is. You know that you were talking about in terms of the raider the raider narrative you know it's yeah. kind of like we're not just gonna you know put a game out there that's gonna do x y and z we're gonna do the x y and z but then we're gonna continue with the alphabet you know we're gonna do a b and c we're gonna bring the guilds in so i think i think pyr is is definitely a good one um the vulcan forge guys i think they i think this thing's gonna do really really well the market caps i mean 300 million it's it really is pretty low um yeah, I think I'll I just think put it on my radar to, to have a look as well. Yeah, yeah. I think this this is something that's going to do extremely well over the medium to long term. Don't fade this one. I think this is a good one. Um, yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff happening here. And um, yeah, I got, I got a small bag uh, just before this move up. But I mean, look at all that upside. I mean, it's just insane what upside there is potentially on this chart, you know, at 48 you know, now sitting at thirteen dollars. I think this yeah. one's so going to be now, well. now that I'm looking at the chart, I remember buying around six dollars, selling about twelve dollars. I thought I was a yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah. And then it went all the way to forty. <laughs> Story of my life, dude. That, that's what Dias is doing for a lot of people. It's like if you ask a lot of traders out there about Dias, they'll tell you about the tears and the salt that they're rubbing off their faces. And I think <laughs> this is another one of those, you know, in the making. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good one. Um, just quickly moving on. Uh, Mike Voller in chat saying, check out the FTX DeFi perp. DeFi having a major breakout trend reversal. We know this. We've seen it in every single DeFi chart that we've looked at. Um, and it's just going to carry on now. You know, as long as Bitcoin behaves, I think we're in for a great run. You know, this is kind of like, you know, the 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 next yeah. season, the next DeFi season. I'm hoping. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, but as long as Bitcoin behaves, I think we're in for a great run. You know, it's everyone's kind of like this. Who's experiencing PTSD right now? Because my hand is right up. There, <laughs> you know, um, I think. <laughs> you know, it's like every move, like every like small move, everyone's like, "Oh fuck, is it going to go down again?" You know, and it's going to full retrace. Like it's, it's, it's just literally full retrace season, man. It's a round trip. Uh, am I going to round trip this one again? You know, am yeah, I going to do another yeah. eye? Am I going to have an eye for tower <laughs> or Christmas, Christmas tree, dude? Let's start hacking Christmas tree. You know, it's kind of like, are we going to see more of that? You know, like it's I, just like Disney, I, man. Um, another very, very good question in chat. Thoughts on treasure was released uh, earlier today. 
yeah, I got some. I don't know how someone bought some for me, but yeah. Um, all I will say is do not bet against their marketing team. That's it. And don't bet against some of the people that I've seen the videos with the marketing team with. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I haven't so is, this only on, is this only on Ether? I know nothing about Treasure. I haven't, yeah, I haven't yeah, yeah. done. So tell us about Treasure. Um, so they're effectively just forming a DAO with their whole project. Um, there's an awful lot of shit happening behind the scenes. I think their initial product launch is going to be on a launch pad. Funnily enough, the, um, this might bring back some PTSD. The, um, one of the marketing guys is from Walt Finance. <laughs> so um, please don't get any PTSD from Wex or Wex Poly. But um, <laughs> he can, from a degenerate perspective, he can pump a project like no other. Like he is, he is. And I've seen some of the videos in a closed group of who he's with and who the people who are buying this. So that's as much alpha as I can give you. But um, yeah. Just, just take it easy with it. Don't, I wouldn't go too heavy. But um, he, his last project was uh, Cheddar, I think. Effectively, a project that went to a billion, like a meme coin that went to a billion market cap. So Whoa. he's got the he's got the cookie cutter. He knows how to do. He knows how to replicate that from a marketing perspective. And some of the folk that I've seen him in images and shit with behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, I think. CT will have a feel too when, when it all comes up. Great, thanks. I think this was something that we need to also, I'm making notes now, something that we need to cover in in shows to come. Um, and let's keep an eye on it. Uh, and you know me, I like to follow up on this kind of stuff. Uh, another question, any thoughts on Apex nodes that are coming at the end of April? Um, I'm quite disconnected from nodes, so I can't really comment on this. You guys? From my side. Yeah, I'm not... I'm still struggling to figure out why they're called nodes, but yeah. So, oh, I actually figured it, I actually figured it out. Did, did you know that someone got me the answer to it? Actually, Jedi, the other day. Do you know? Let's hear do you know it. what is it? Right. So the all these node projects, like someone correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I thought this was fucking hilarious. So the first node project to really come onto the scene was Strong, and their whole yeah. roadmap was they wanted to kind of have all these tokens and then actually set up some actual validator nodes on the, on the Ethereum network. So become yeah. obviously stakers and run proof of stake consensus and all that. And then every project that forked strong just didn't exactly take into account their roadmap. So they, and then from there on in, everything <laughs> was, everything was called a node. So people were buying these things because they were called a node, but this all harked back to the fact that strong initially wanted to actually run validator nodes and then the name just kind of stuck <laughs> so they, they effectively people forked and didn't change like the um the branding on the name around what they were actually trying to do so now so then it's supposed to be physical hardware nodes is that correct like a yeah, bitcoin that's, what, that's, what, is, that's yeah. what strong that was, was the initial idea and then i think i think i, I guarantee there'll be 60 75 percent of projects out there now that are releasing for node projects that don't actually understand why they're called nodes <laughs> yeah now it's and it's the name it's the way to call buy in ponzi <laughs> <laughs> which it, it really is obviously um yeah. i mean how much money are you going to make out of a project like that if you actually deploy nodes on eth 
the the yield is 4.40 percent yeah. last time i checked or something like that if you want it liquid if you want it uh, uh, locked it's five uh to six but six is um it's not that easy uh, apparently so yeah it's like what are you gonna get out of that <laughs> you get more money staking on binance <laughs> it's, it's it's not gonna be successful no, it feels okay, like so a first in, first in, first out. It's very good for pre-sellers and, and private round and project owners. But um, yes. yeah, so I, I guess think we've success, kind of, successfully yeah, yeah. pumped red radar. So job done. Something <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's up to six point three. Okay, great. What? Yeah, it's I, I'm not. I'm not looking at the price, so I don't know what it is doing. It's gone up. That's all you need. Holy to know. shit! Yeah, dude, it's cooking. Eh? I mean, oh it's really good. Um, Harvest Finance. Do you guys know anything about it? Sorry, Pied Piper. We know nothing about. I mean, sorry. There was another question that Pied Piper answered around Apex nodes. Sorry, we can't answer that question. Um, Harvest Finance. Any comments around that? Is this these guys on Kronos? I suppose. I don't actually know. I don't know them. Uh, I don't think no. it's that, but that looks like a nice whatever, shot. Good lord! Whatever that, that is, it's <laughs> good lord. What is that? I just typed in Harvest Finance on deck screener, and it seems to be whoa, two hundred thirty. That no, that's Mad Meerkat Finance. That's not Mad Meerkat. Another meme coin. I mean, really. Two hundred and thirty-one million. What we need to get to two hundred and thirty million. <clears throat> oh, I think ha I Harvest know. Finance is FAM. F A R M. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. F A R M. FAM. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's done anything today. These guys. Must be. I mean, if you wow, use a tractor. If you're using a tractor, you can't go wrong, surely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's not like sure. that, they're gonna come back to freaking haunt me. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not entirely sure, but okay. Uh, moving on, moving on. Um, someone mentioned waves. Isn't waves one of those coins that's just been shorted into oblivion? Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, think, they think... so. The, the story for waves is kind of like it's it's a court wow. it's on upbeat right so like a lot of what the, uh... is that a blow off top guys dudes isn't it supposed to be a bear market that looks like a freaking blow off top in the making yeah so like there is no bear market it's only bull market, no like bear market. clearly there isn't raymond <laughs> That is massive. Is that? that is ridiculous. Look at that. I'm and buying here. Is this a daily chart? Just go to the daily. You the daily chart. Yeah. It's a freaking seven X. Wow. Look at that weekly. Fuck okay, me. guys, guys, please, risk management. Do not buy here. <laughs> no, do not buy here. Do not buy it all. People are not buying here unless you buy all everything in. that everyone sells, <laughs> and then you're the ultimate bag holder. Don't do that. All in. Uh, yeah, you know, like. Dino coins have been just pumping because like they just announced something new and then people will just pump it because like 
Why not? <laughs> someone, someone just made a comment in chat. Lola Roan is saying, Jedi, are you bullish? You're back on the East Network. Yes, I am back on the East Network. I'm clearly <laughs> bullish. I actually left the, the East Network in disgust towards the end of last year. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> on this comment, <laughs> some said that they have stablecoin like Luna. Yeah, they do have a stablecoin. Uh, wait. Okay, this, the stream is but, over. Sorry, let's end it now. He just yeah, brought up the Carbongo chart. <laughs> But it, okay, guys, <laughs> stream is ending. But it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100x long oh, way to send to get up this stream. Oh, my God. Coin is not the same as Luna uh, USD. It's a different story. Um, what was someone mentioned Liquid Driver? Liquid Driver is not doing so great at the moment. Um, it had a really good move to the upside. It looks um, good, didn't it? Fuck. It was looking fantastic, and then I don't know. It's almost like Liquid Drivers mirroring what FTM is doing. Um, there definitely seems mm, to be a connection yeah. there. FTM's also been struggling, but Liquid Drivers seems to be taking it on the chin yeah. when FTM Actually, takes it in the solar plexus. So since we are on this topic, right? Like OKDR and all, then with a uh, Phantom ecosystem, I mean the Phantom DeFi ecosystem now kind of like, you know, in a limbo, like uh, uh, after Andre left, mm -hmm. yeah. then isn't it a good thing to look at the AVEX DeFi right now? Since, you know, subnets are coming, the Game 5 stuff is coming as well. There's going to be rotations from, you know, game, gaming to DeFi, back to gaming and whatnot. You know, things like uh, Yeti, I think is also launching. Uh, yeah, Joe yeah, would be yeah, interesting. Nice. Benki also would be yeah, interesting. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, Benki, please let's pump Benki. Yeah, yeah, let's. <laughs> I think Benki is solid, enough. right? Because of liquid staking, and uh, they're going to work with uh, Anchor as well. Well, Benki's yeah, been around. I mean, Benki yeah. survived that initial, you know, avalanche. You know, and they're and innovating. Down. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was always. in Banky uh, previously. Like, that was my first FIX or something like that, you know, last year. Yes. Yes. Literally aped through KuCoin as well. <laughs> I was like, okay, shit, you know, I got to transfer money from Binance. Previously, I could use Binance, transfer it to KuCoin, ape the moment, you know, the funds got in. Yeah, Ray, I think you're right. I think there's an awful lot picking up on Avalanche, like VTX there as well. Like a yeah. convex to platypus. Like, exactly. Like I mean you, you are in that, right? Like Yeah, yeah. Ve yeah. Vector, right? Um, yeah, big vector maxi, hundred percent. Yeah, because like I, I'm just considering, right? Like I mean, I'm really thinking if the next three months is going to be awesome, right? April, maybe May uh sorry, May or something, uh maybe at least one month of a decent bull market in April, then where where will the DeFi money go, right? And then probably some will go into gaming, some will go into DeFi. And then AVEX will be one that, you know, like Joe is still probably, you know, in a kind of like a kind of low valuation compared to his all-time high. Benki has been like wrecked by 85% from all-time high. So, you know, these things could be undervalued in a sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, to answer that, just to answer that question on, on, on Liquid Driver, my opinion on Liquid Driver is that 
the fundamentals on that thing are solid. I mean, there's huge liquidity there. There's huge support from a number of projects. I think liquid driver over the medium to long term is a great bet. You know, I know that Grant's locked in on the two-year. Did you do the two-year, Grant? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out there that locked in for two years. Obviously, you know, those 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 lockups coming to an end are going to be huge pressure. But I think the liquidity that this thing has at the moment, especially on, on, a, on an ecosystem that's taken a beating since Andre left, is quite remarkable. And I think that Liquid Driver is going to do really well. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those coins, I believe that, you know, if you if you can afford kind of like the opportunity cost in inverted commas, um, it's a good one to have, you know, especially if you lock it up. I just don't really see you going wrong with Liquid Driver. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for, Mutao. You obviously asked the question in chat. But, um, yeah, Liquid Driver, I'm a big fan of. I think it's got good things coming. Agreed. Anything else from anyone? Or should we have a quick chat about what Frank's doing? Just to make people aware. Yeah, yeah. I think the last one and the most important that. one. The, the last one and the most important one, Grant, I can't believe you never brought it up. Obviously, your failing, you're failing old age memory is ruined, dude. I mean, yeah, you've been you've been punting this thing since six dollars, <laughs> even less, four dollars or something. You were you were on about it. You told me to buy Rune a number of of occasions, which I obviously did, and it's just continuing to show huge strength, isn't it? Yeah. Did you buy yeah. from four dollars? Shit. Or was it six dollars? Like, I, I remember. I think it was like, six. Buying about I think six, it was six. I think it was six. I'm not going to yeah. claim that for. But yeah, if I zoom in, I can probably tell. I mean, like, it's just fucking. It's just a perfect chart, isn't it? Like, it's just like a <laughs> breakout, breakout volume, retest up, level yeah. to level. It's it's fantastic. Sixteen's obviously in play now. Yeah, man. Probably 16. higher to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, we've been laughing about $6. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> From $6. <laughs> I'm a bit okay, impressed we, by we, you. We, we rotate after 16 yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would. I would. I'm, I'm impressed by this move because it's it's happening at the same time as Stargate yeah. and Layer Zero narrative is going on, which... Yeah, and Rune, and Rune is huge because it's kind of like it's going to enable the cross-chain stuff as well. And, yeah. and in a way, it's linked to Luna. So, um, if Luna is going to rally, um, Rune is probably going to rally as well. Because, mm -hmm. like, I mean, Do, Do Kwon just said that Rune, Rune is bullish. So, why doubt the guy? Mm -hmm. He's, he's yeah. literally the don't, reason why we are pumping. Yeah, don't fail. He, he is. He is exactly the reason why we're pumping at the moment. I mean, yeah, so don't, the, don't, don't fail. Yeah. <laughs> Just in terms of trad, trad fire at the moment, what is the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, NASDAQ doing? Good. Um, they're good. doing good, right? So is there an argument here to say that the combination of what Lynn is doing and obviously what TradFi is doing, I mean, we know that TradFi has been correlated to to crypto for months now. You know, it's, it's just there's no way around that. People who deny that are obviously living in an altered reality. And I mean, I'm... I'm very curious, not that I want it to happen, but I'm curious what will happen if, you know, the S&P 500 decides that it, you know, decides to go back to the 4,200 region, you know, like what happens then? Does does this Luno narrative carry the crypto market or do we follow suit? That's the question. The billion dollar question. I actually don't think so, right? I, I think we really 
do potentially come back down. I, mean, I think I mean, so too. Yeah. Probably yeah. certain coins will do well. I mean, you know, like when things were, were were coming down, there were still shit coins pumping. There's still other coins pumping. That's for sure. And Luna was one of the most uh, resilient ones, right? But um, the next down, we will really see like, you know, which coins will be strong. And then those will be the ones that probably pump until the end of the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's some funky charts out there. Like, look at wheat futures. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, nickel as well, right? That was freaking funny. Did you open yeah, the nickel. S&P yet? <laughs> yeah, looks alright. It's at a, at a uranium. Here, Uranium's right? where it's at, guys. I mean, that's where the narrative is from. A, yeah, I mean, Very uranium true. is just cooking at the moment, and it's going to continue. Euro is a good one to look at. Euro, um, that ETF, the second one on the list. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, New York Stock Exchange. I mean, this this thing is just going to URA, continue. right? Is it URA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the upside on this thing. Just zoom out. Try not to cry when you see it. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, so, you know, it's been a while since it's done that, but I think we're going back, you know, energy is a major, major thing, you know, we're sitting kind of like at the cusp of an energy crisis, I mean, Europe is pretty screwed at the moment, the only alternative really, in terms of being able to deliver the quantity that's needed is, is, is nuclear, Nuclear. you know, yeah, Yeah. 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 interesting, unless you're a volcano, right, like, I mean, we, we, we we should also look at maybe doing some trade fast stuff. Bring on some some big brands. I know, I know a few that we can bring on. You know, there's so much that we can do in the space. So let's move on quickly. Um, I just want to. Um, I'm making a note of what the guys have said here. We'll come back to them in next week's show. So the idea behind what we want to do is we want to bring on some big brands. You know, we we're trying to get Messi on. Um, uh, we want to interview him, get the lowdown on you know his processes and. So we're waiting for a time from him and we're going to bring on some more big brands um, over the coming weeks. And then we also want to do like these kind of shows where we just want to free free roll and just discuss the markets and, you know, just see whether we can get things right. And I'm sure we'll get a lot wrong as well. But, you know, just kind of interact with the market. And, you know, I've already got a whole lot of alpha out of this thing from from my good friends here. So just to finish off the show, just something that, you know, people have spoken about in the space for a very long time is, you know, like traditional finance and more importantly corporates getting involved in crypto and you know more importantly DeFi and to what extent is that happening you know obviously we know that you know the VCs have done very well in crypto but then you know what about the normal guys the guys that want to sell you know software products who want to you know um, get exposure in the market whether it's financial instruments whether it's tracking tracking software you know these are corporates these are offices with you know, real people who work in offices in high-rise buildings. And, you know, we've recently been doing some work for 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 somebody and, you know, that seems like the scope is is growing. And we're essentially teaching yeah. people how to onboard into the DeFi space. Um, you know, Grant's been kind of like receiving all the intel and we've been meeting with these people and, Ray, and Frank's been, you know, delivering on, on, on the teaching aspect of DeFi. Frank, please tell us about it after that long intro. You owe me a tequila now. 
<laughs> let's see, let's see. Yeah, I think it's something that uh, it's been a bit overlooked, and um, and um, it, you know, in retrospect, that's good for us. Uh, it's really interesting stuff because uh, a lot of companies are now investing in crypto, in Meta, uh, you know, Metaverse, and all that stuff. With Meta and uh, all these massive corporations. Um, they now are developing uh, blockchain teams and uh, research team and dev dev teams, and they are hiring people who are not crypto native. They have no clue about crypto. So, yeah, we are working on helping out these companies in developing the their employees. Not only on the development skills and the marketing and all that that they already have, but they also need to know the space and they need to know the technology. So, yeah, uh, is that more? Or yeah, less that's. I mean, ult- ultimately, it's just to get more people into our Discord server, isn't it? I mean, that's the only reason. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like, um, but but what I find interesting about this whole thing is that is that it kind of has its own own energy you know like kind of like right about DeFi, and the next thing you know you're managing a treasury and then the next thing you're teaching people how to onboard in DeFi. like you know like the kind of stuff that we take for granted you know like how do you research mm-hmm. a project you know how do you how do you make sense of market sentiment? Because that's another thing that people don't really talk about. It's like, yeah. how do you actually understand? So that's what I enjoy doing. You know, like I'm not, I'm my technical analysis. I rely on my friends for that. You know, I'm, I'm really shitty at that. Obviously, it's something I need to develop. But, you know, market sentiment is everything. How do you get that? Well, it's through community. It's through opinion. It's through, you know, like all that shitty stuff that you got to like subject yeah. yourself and your brain to on, on, on crypto Twitter and, and then bringing it all together in a meaningful way for people to actually like, okay, well, I've actually learned something that can benefit my business, you know, or my investment or my trading. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do with this whole, you know, like this corporate educational like narrative is that we want to kind of, tr- I mean, I had someone who messaged me the other day and they, they wanted us to market their project. And I'm like, excuse me, we don't have any flashing lights and, you know, like all this crap, you know, just a bunch of guys and girls talking about DeFi, you know, and like we don't yeah. market stuff. We talk about it and and if we don't like something, we'll make fun of the fact that you still call your project nodes. Um, <laughs> you know, and and Hold on. you know what I mean? It's like and if you want us to speak pretty things about your project, then then be prepared for us to talk about the the ugly parts as well you know like, yeah make sure it's good make sure it's good yeah yeah it's make sure that it's honest <laughs> and it's kind of like you know and unfortunately we don't have enough money to buy a whole lot of your coins so that we can dump them on you so you've saved for now um <laughs> no i don't think we'll ever do Dust that spill the beans. i mean i don't think we'll ever do that and i'm pretty sure it's not really in our repertoire yeah. to do that so anyway so i think that's it from me um it's been fun yeah yeah for sure yeah. let's do it again if you want to keep it rolling week on week i know everyone can't make it every week but it's an open, open invite for everyone here so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm down, down. I'm okay. down. Sweet. 
Oh, just another person that I've that I've invited to join us is Random Task from the Hero Labs crew, and he's he's quite keen. Uh, really nice. In April, so he's going to come and join us. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of of RT. I love I love his perspective on the markets. I love the way that he approaches things. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure, 100%. Good guy, good guy. And that's what we want to do. Very so, I mean, if guy. you guys got any ideas around people that you think will work for the show, then sure. speak, speak to them directly. You know, if you want to have a, if you want to have an opportunity to engage with them further or more, then bring them. Let's let's get the ball rolling. Let's get a whole lot of people on here. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to, you know, imagine like someone like Messi. You know, like just having a free a free free role with Messi around. You know, just define the way that he perceives things. I'm really looking forward to that. I think it'll be really cool. One hundred percent. Perfect. Right, thanks a lot for your time. I know I took up an awful lot of both everyone's time there, so um, I'll jump in Discord. I'm just going to go out for some food and I'll, I'll jump in there when I'm back. Right. Thank thanks you, guys. Right. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, fellas. Yep, cheers. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.